0: Jeff, I was offbeat. We're on a much worse <laughs> start. I can hear Jeff. You can hear me.
1: Oh, gross.
0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Torchlit Tavern. We're a real play Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition podcast. We focus on narrative and storytelling, almost to the point where I feel like we're avoiding the real play part. None of this dice rolling shit. We're gonna act it out. We're coming up on the end and the the light at the end of the tunnel. I see the end of this story. Today, I am your master planner. I'm feeling like all of my plans are coming to fruition, and it scares the life out of me. I am not kidding. Anyway, to my left.
2: Uh, To his left, I'm not going to roast Jay this time since we are nearing the end, and these last few, you know, I'll be a little kinder to him so he doesn't hurt me.
0: Do do what you must,
2: bud. (laughs) 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 Whatever makes me feel better at night. Yeah, right. Uh, uh, But it's Randall back again playing Dylan Fisher. uh, The decently good boy. The doing his best boy and not always succeeding. uh, When you try your best, but you don't succeed. Uh, And uh, hopefully today goes well for me. We shall see. Oh, God. And to my left... <laughs> it is
3: Baphadopoulos, played by Strano, once again back from the back end of nowhere, otherwise known as kind of the middle of Oregon. Um, no, actually, it's it's great. They grow grass where I am. It's it's beautiful, and I will have some awesome fried calamari later on.
4: Mm. So all grass and fried calamari, I don't. You know, everybody. We
3: always talk about fish stew, but I'm actually going to have some. So
4: all right. this
3: will continue. I think it'll be awesome, and. To keep going, to my left...
4: Hey, gang, it's Ryan, back again, here to play your favorite boy, Roy, and, uh, we are very soon nearing the end, but I am not afraid of Jay. Jay, you're the worst. I... You're so
0: bad. So terrible. Um, I... And to my left... No, you don't even get to answer. Shut up, Jay. It's all this work I put for you, and that's, that's how we, we treat me, okay.
1: This is the end. My only friend, the end. And to... His, I'll try to fix you, is Jeff, once again reprising his role as the gentleman,
5: the skeleton, Mr. Grimm.
0: Keep your fucking hat on. You don't get to doff it anymore. That's right.
1: I don't have a hat. Yeah. Fuck hats.
0: Keep your hat That's, on. I Keep... lost
1: it. I lost my hat in the war.
3: He took Arrow to the hat. He's going to have to be a town I'm guard.
1: atlas today. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, too cruel. Don't put that curse on me. (laughs) (laughs) Too cruel. (laughs) With all that being said, thanks again (laughs) for joining us and uh, being along on this wonderful journey that we're on. And as we approach the end, we are still so, so grateful to every single one of you for listening. And to that end, if you want to interact with us even more, you can interact with us several different ways. We have a Facebook, a Twitter and an Instagram, all of which are relatively same. What do you look for when you're trying to find those?
4: You look for Torchlit Tavern.
1: And if you're on any of those things, you can help spread word of us with the hashtag. What's the hashtag?
4: The hashtag also happens to be Torchlit Tavern.
1: Or TTCast. That's right, TTCast if you're nasty. And finally, well, not finally. We actually have two other things. If you want to just check us out on the internet, we have a website. Tell them about the website.
4: www.torchlittavern.com
0: Real talk, if, if you, you Google w- us, we are like the first three pages. It, it yeah, 100%. Is. Wild. It's us. It is
3: awesome, especially
1: when and, I
0: forget how to spell things.
1: Of course. <laughs> and if you want to give us a little bit more, give us a little bit of that sweet, sweet moolah, you can do that with our Patreon. What's our Patreon?
4: This is www.patreon.com slash Torchless
1: that's all the ways you can reach us, touch us, and interact with us, and we can't wait to do that with all of you in every way possible. Please remember to like, share, rate, review, and of course, enjoy. Let's crack into this. Last time on Torchlight Tavern.
0: Yeah, I was just going to wait till you figured out what you needed to do for me. All right. <laughs> After the battle against the Fists of Newman, in which they had lost the Mantle of Spring, our heroes had been cast out from the Dorvan settlement and had taken a defeated ride topside in an old wooden elevator. When they came topside, they found the refugees, led by Granlin and the Sisters of Vespera, and began their arguments with the nobility and rich who intended to keep them away. The party helped soothe and outright bully the entitled into behaving, and then everyone set about repairing the elevators and helping the injured and tired. As the time went on, Grimm assembled a war council of Darius, Mullion, Granlin, and others, as well as the group, to try to decide what they would do next. Grim decided to contact the Church of Moors, only to hear that they were in trouble in what was left of unflooded Goblin District. And Dylan was told by Daedalus that his adopted daughter Julie was last seen at the castle. The party was deciding to split up again.
5: All right, so we have friends with the Moors and i have friends there, or enemies entrenching them i think i think something must be done for the sake of helping our plan and furthermore for the sake of gathering more resources roy yeah are you willing to come with me
4: of course these uh kind of pertains to me too i guess now i'm uh we are of that world now, so I guess I should, uh, go along, too.
5: Yes. Let us confront our brethren.
4: Roy, you're of both
5: worlds nowadays.
4: Well, I gotta try and take care of both of them.
5: Well, unless there's anyone else here that will be joining us. Dylan. Yep. Good luck.
0: You guys go save the world.
5: On the other side, then.
2: Hopefully.
0: <laughs> At this time, uh, you guys start to hear the rattle of chains, and you realize that the elevator is going down. A few minutes later, it starts to head up. Somebody's got it working again. Everybody's kind of has turned their heads to see what's going on. As the elevator comes back up, one of the first people off of it is Bop. That? Bop, you see the group sort of gathered behind this crowd um, over near some stalls. Like As everybody sort of starts jostling forward, and a bunch of Dwarven guard immediately move forward to start... Like kind of stopping people from rushing this elevator, they sort of form a line.
4: Question: Are we outside currently, or are we
0: underground? You are outside. Okay,
4: okay. just making sure. I need to, I need to know for uh, fully reasons.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I uh, yeah. We're so We
2: outside Bob, in the rain above ground.
0: Cool. So yeah, Bob, you step out and uh, basically just to tell you where you are because we've had you you know you weren't with us uh, for an ep- episode or two. You uh, have been sent up here to organize and control and keep everything calm, make sure that they get going to get people on to start filtering into this elevator. You have been told to uh, just make sure it's orderly. Your Thane uh, did talk to King Roland, and he has allowed people to come on, but he is prioritizing sick and uh, and injured first.
3: Okay. Come on everyone. Just follow the follow the lights.
0: As you say this a bunch of the guards all crack tinder t- uh sunrods. Follow the,
3: follow along with them. Yes, you and yes, follow him. Keep going good.
0: Excuse excuse Keep me. I'm very important. I ha- I own a big business. I employ a lot of people. I need to be up for it. Me and my family, we are first. We are important.
2: Didn't we, didn't we already go over this?
0: Uh roll intimidate
2: uh 13 naturally plus uh I so four so 17
0: he immediately kind of cowtows uh, uh between your between Bob Stern gaze and Dylan Gel from the back and um and then you see a, a bunch of people push forward with like children and women people who were hurt in the in the exodus uh and you guys start this process Go ahead. people are fairly calm about this no one's been under attack this has been a safe area Bob what do you do
3: you're healthy let the ones hurt through Let the ones who carry the hurt through then the women and the children and then you may come if you truly value everyone's lives keep it orderly as we have come down here
0: the that the 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 merchant that you guys spoke to earlier he says so if I'm carrying someone who's who's injured I, I can make it on the first ride stop it Billy Zane get in line fucker. He, he looks around and the first one he sees is an orc with a broken ankle.
2: Oh, I'm watching him now. <laughs> if you're truly yeah, helping You can them. go
4: ahead and carry someone in and then you can turn around and come carry somebody else in.
2: Oh, yeah, if you're strong enough.
3: It means you have a good That's back a and good shoulders. Point. That is a good plan, Dylan. I like it.
2: Uh, uh, yeah, I made that plan.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that w- that was Dylan's idea. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this guy's been browbeat so hard. Uh, unless somebody wants to put a little English on it.
2: I'll do it. I need a muffin.
4: Uh, that is nine plus nine intimidation.
0: Jesus! Just fucking everybody lays into him, and he's like, I will carry anyone who needs it. Ah, there we go. Attaboy. And he picks up the orc, he gets a sour look on his face, but the orc holds him tight and says, thank you.
2: "Hey,
0: Hey, thanks, man. And, uh... He puts them on and then like everybody's staring at him and he walks back out and he goes and he looks for somebody else toward the back of the group and he does that. As he does it, you you see like immediately he realizes that these people, like it, the moment you're confronted with the fact that these people are hurt, you know, even an asshole can, can figure it out. You know, you see that he starts doing it with a bit of a will, even though it might be something that he thought of as distasteful. You can see that he starts putting his mind to it. Man, this really is a fantasy game. (laughs) <laughs> it is. Let's embrace it. Um, people can learn their lessons in a day.
3: A city isn't built from one stone.
0: Man, I love fantasy. So great to play pretend. <laughs> and because I don't want to lose Bop to being a civil servant for the rest of this episode, Bop, you feel like this is under control. Not to mention Granlin, the Sisters of Vespera, and several of your, like, Dorvin underlings that came with you yeah. definitely have it. The main group, you've uh, heard Dylan and Roy both yell at somebody. You know where they are. So... Dylan, what's next up?
2: Uh, well, you know, save my daughter, save some people, try and do my best.
3: So what jaws of fate are you going into?
2: Oh, I'm going to the castle. I'm going to go talk shit to a devil again.
3: Huh. You know. Roy. Yeah. Do you think you and Grim have things with whatever you're doing? Because it might be best for me to go with Dylan. After all, I have connections in the castle. I might not know it like the back of my hand.
4: Uh, yeah. We probably got it. I mean, worse comes to worse. We don't, and the world ends. But we'll take care of it. Don't worry about it.
2: Wait. Mm, Well, you have to remember, um, I'm
3: always just a message away.
5: This concerns us more than you anyway.
2: Um, how do you have connections in the castle?
3: (sighs) How many orphans did I raise out of poverty, Dylan? Fistful upon fistful.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Willie says, yeah, no, a lot of of friends of mine uh, got got jobs in the castle because of Bop. How did I not know this? Ah,
5: yes, we've run into several of those
3: children. (sighs) Dylan, as the humans say, two birds, one stone.
2: Listen, I'm not mad. I'm just surprised. Like, I'm very happy you've done this. Don't get me wrong. Just surprised.
3: (laughs) Dylan, I worked in the city for years. Setting up chains of informants occasionally was a necessary act.
0: (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) And it was at this time when it dawns on Dylan that Bop is a spy the whole fucking time. Oh, I knew
2: he informed on us. I didn't realize how much he had. It had nothing to
0: do with you Why he was here to begin with. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, like I knew he was you know, I knew he was working for the Thane and all that. Da, 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 da. Uh-huh. I didn't realize. It's like, Dylan,
3: most of the time you're the lesser son of a important noble granted, but a disgraced son. It's interesting okay. to see how far you Okay, I you've don't know
2: come. why I'm getting to kid now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, uh, it's been interesting. Okay, I can tell you, you know that. What? Much. Bob,
4: I'm supposed to do cold damage.
2: Yeah, <laughs> jeez. <Jesus. laughs> um, okay. Fine. All right, cool. <laughs> you know, this doesn't affect me anymore. Fuck it. Yeah, sure. You are Adopoulos. I will never ever doubt you again. Fuck it. Let's go. Party time. Let's go
0: talk shit to a devil. Uh, uh, Avil says to, to you guys, because Bob can't see her, <laughs> Let let Bop know that if he can join us later, he should. I know he has ways of getting around. He has ways of getting around? He turned into a dragon, Dylan. Well, but,
2: You were I, there, right? Yeah, but like-
3: I take I it was you're there, talking but... to Avil?
2: Uh, sorry, I for- I honestly forgot, I just uh, assumed he-
5: l- says, when you can join us, feel free.
2: Yeah, let me guess, he has a train under the city like the fucking Santita's place, too. Uh, no, that's uh, flooded. Not, yeah, that's flooded right <laughs> Is flood that what right you now? call that
5: sausage thing we were riding in? A, tra- a train? A train.
3: Um, well, there was plans. I like metal sausage better.
0: I like regular sausage better. Yeah, the the fact that the truth is not that far away (laughs) is what blows the DM's mind right now. Not
3: not that far away. Not that far away at all. Let's put it this way. Tig was very close to what I needed.
0: (laughs)
2: Listen, if you have a -a Tig-a-wagon under the city, I just... You gotta... You legally have to tell me.
3: Narg? It's not under the city anymore. It might be in my house. Uh Oh. You've been... My house before. There's, I can't fit a tag a wagon hole. Oh,
2: I didn't it's... think you had connections throughout the entire city, but I was wrong. You think I doubt you anymore?
3: Remember that explosion?
2: All right, cool. Let's go. Fuck. Ah. Uh, Dylan's gonna walk over to. Uh, uh, Roy. Hey man. Do you remember? <laughs> Do you remember when we punked? Jen <laughs> Eric at the gate. And we ran after a ship for no reason other than it would looked cool. Yeah, that was a. I don't, re- I don't regret that at all.
4: Yeah, no. If we had to do it all again, uh, I think I would.
2: <laughs> I guess it's a good thing I wasn't the one that hugged a veal. I
4: would have liked to have seen that though.
2: It would have been pretty funny.
4: Would have been a uh, interesting with your situation at the time.
2: <laughs> yeah, oh man
0: Oh. But I, uh No offense to Dylan, but I, I'm glad it ended up this way, but trust me I would have made sure that the fact that you don't That your soul was given away wouldn't have mattered It'd Just make you fairy, who
2: we'll, cares? we'll talk
0: later Perhaps another time
2: Yeah, and uh, I understand Uh, I might not be in the city much longer If things go well, so Well, I mean
4: Dylan I'll make sure it's still here when you get back
2: Yeah I don't I don't doubt that at all. Uh, there's a reason why Bruce gave you the shoes. They fit you a lot better than me.
4: It's magic, really. Also they have a knife in them. It I mean it's more of a like two. Oh. It's hit it's a knife for him, it's more of a it's like a long sword for me.
5: No no no. In the toe.
4: In the in the toe. Oh yeah,
0: that's too. There's Th- two swords in here. It's weird. I mean to be fair, <laughs> Bruce Bruce should have if it was about the knife he would have given it to Dylan Dylan obviously collects knives so mm. fair but enough
2: but yeah right you got this I just Wait, you know I, I believe in you
4: thanks this goodbye is sickeningly sweet it is thank you Dylan yeah. I need it but also yeah tell Julia I said hi
2: oh I will uh I expect her to have visits <laughs>
3: well come on time's a wasting Dylan
2: Alright, Pinamans. And uh uh Lord Thaddeus Grimm. Yeah, yes. It's been an absolute pleasure.
1: Uh Grimm takes a deep bow. You see him reach for his hat and realize he doesn't have it, but he takes a deep bow and he stands up, uh, Ramrod straight as always, he puts a hand on your shoulder and he goes, Dylan. Do your best not
5: to die this time. <laughs> You're not great at doing your best, not to die. But do your best this
2: time. Yeah, no. I I will. I got I got responsibilities I got to take care of.
0: Yes. And friends, says Daedalus and Sandra.
2: Yeah. Plus if I even try to remotely die around these two, they will bring me back just to beat my ass.
0: And besides,
3: I need to put a hammer through a demon's face. He's screwed with my forge. <laughs>
2: <laughs> There's a the true of v- story of vengeance <laughs> There's a moment where Dylan's staring Yes, that damn demon put messed with your
3: forge I just cock an eyebrow at Dylan Give him a slight nod
2: <laughs> But yeah, uh, and Avil, I've never been happier to be so wrong about someone Thank you <sighs> Yeah, you guys go fuck shit up, do what you guys do best Same to you No, you don't want me to do what I do best I need to do better. Mm. Do something different than what you do best. Yeah, yeah.
5: <laughs> Make a new thing your best thing to do.
0: <laughs> I agree with you on that one. <laughs> All right. Uh, the, the groups uh, separate. Uh, everybody sort of does a, a, some goodbye. Uh, Molian, uh pats you on the shoulder. Dylan, he, he nods at Daedalus. Sandra and Daedalus give you guys, like, hugs and everybody says those that goodbye that you're you don't know that it's goodbye but it could be and you don't want to have missed the opportunity oh my god oh my god <laughs> that felt like a punch to my stomach yeah cause everyone's had that moment right yeah. yeah fuck so you guys split up and uh you guys make your way you've got darius and mullion going with the fairies and uh Hey, Dylan! Don't fuck this up! Save to you,
2: fucker!
1: Um, just as we're kind of starting to walk away, I, uh, I pull up my shirt and I bring out the broken sword and I, uh, look to Evan and I say, It's been a long time, but can you sharpen this for me?
5: I'm going to need it.
0: Yeah. Um, the whetstone isn't quite what it used to be, but
5: I'll give it a go. I appreciate you,
0: friend. I appreciate you too, Mr. Grimm.
4: Roy slowly sidesteps away.
1: Then, uh, we keep moving.
4: I feel that was, like, really awkward, yeah?
0: Um, yes.
4: Did I miss something?
0: Oh, yeah. He just pulled out his heart and handed it to a person to give him his, like, last order. It was... yeah. That was a heart? I thought it was a sword. It's, it's both. <laughs> it's <just laughs> weird. It, it's hard it's hard to draw equivalencies, but yeah. Does it get... <laughs> does it get
4: rusty when he drinks? I... I don't know. I'll ask him later. Where, where are we going? What's our plan? Uh, we're, we're going to the Church of Moors. No. No.
2: No.
1: Now, did she say that loud enough for Grim yeah, to Yeah, she's asking Grim. <laughs> okay. Grim, Grim turns and looks at her and he goes, Well,
2: apparently there's a,
5: a little hill with an old house on it. One bigger than a normal house where all the refugees from Goblet District are held up. That's where we're going.
0: Yeah, none of you have been there. Um, So a house on a hill. I guess we'll just look for the only place not covered in water.
5: If it doesn't sound familiar, you, like me, have never been to Bruce's home.
4: Oh. Yeah, no.
0: Yeah, no. We, uh, he never really brought us there. When you say Bruce, Kelras's ears perk up.
4: Yeah, no. He's never, never took us there. He only ever really came to see us at the Tenderbox.
0: Well, apparently
5: it's about the only part of Goblin District that isn't flooded. So we may
1: need to take rooftops to get there.
4: Sounds good to me, and I guess I, I will pop up onto the ne- the nearest rooftop.
1: Who's, like, actually coming
4: yeah, with us? Yeah, because not everyone
1: can
0: do that. <laughs> M- yeah. Mully, Mully inter- like kind of looks at, at Darius, who he's helping along, and he looks at him he's like, I don't know that you're coming with us, boss. You're the, you're um, the boss.
1: <laughs> I, you know what? Grim is going to do something weird, but I feel like this is an interesting character moment. Grim reaches in his pocket and he pulls out a bottle with a fucking little glowing thing in it, and he shakes it. And he
5: goes, yeah. he goes, Darius, this might help you. What is it? A little bit of Fay. or more
4: precisely, a little Fay.
5: And he hands it to him. I don't know if it'll work for
4: you, but you're more than welcome to try. Someone's okay. Gonna, someone's going to need to explain something to me.
0: Uh, Darius kind of shakes it, and it looked like this comprehension kind of goes over his face, and he's like, "You need, I need to attune, correct? Yes. He turns to Mullian, like, set me set me down over here, Mullian. I'm going to uh, have a conversation with this little fairy in a bottle, and I'll catch up with you. Real quick, what does that do again? So what it
1: actually does is it only lets him fly for like 20 feet once a day, and then he can levitate, and he can use Featherfall. But that's what it does for me as a real play element. But being that it's kind of also a story element, the way you made it.
0: Mm-hmm. You can do whatever you want. It's the you. bell bottle. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you guys leave Darius there with this fairy in a bottle. We'll see what that means in the future. That's fucking funny. Um, shit. That's a big giveaway for uh, for Grim to give too. So you guys move into the city. You move to- uh, along the rooftops. It's not too hard. The flooding... Obvi- you don't even need to hop onto a rooftop yet. Uh, gets worse as you get out of Rich District uh, because it's pretty steep hills through that town. And you guys do end up, and you see just past the castle, everything's underwater. They've built levees and things that make sure that the castle obviously doesn't flood and the castle's up on a little bit of a hill. Um, I think that you guys would probably actually travel together for a little bit, but like basically branching paths very soon after your goodbyes. As you guys move more... Are
1: you telling me we had north. that awkward moment of no, saying goodbye? No, I'm not going right to say that. We're not going to address it. Each other. <laughs> yeah.
0: Fuck. Fucking maps, bud. You guys are heading to the same fucking direction. Uh, <laughs> God, don't you hate it when you say goodbye to someone in a parking lot and then you have to walk the and same And then you direction. walk to the same direction for the car? <laughs> yeah, 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 that's exactly worst. what's going on. It's like, like I... Go right. away. <laughs> Bye. Oh, you're going the same way. Oh, okay. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Dylan. Uh... As you guys move and you realize that they've come to a location where they need to start, they get up on the roofs, and they've already started to head north as you guys basically get to the courtyard area uh, of the town where the castle is separate from the rest of the city. There's a big open cobblestone field, and then there's the castle and its walls. Uh, You're coming at it from the north end, and you know that the front gate is around to the north. You're coming—wait, sorry. North, east. You're coming—you need to come at it from the east— find the main gates. Uh and it's weirdly quiet. And uh the closer you get around to the front gate, you you expect to see like a mass of angry peasants, right? You last time you spoke to Michael, you knew that he was taking basically an army of angry people to go take that gate down. And when you get there, you realize there's no one outside. There's just a lot of rubble. The large oak gates that you know usually are these Strong barricaded doors that can be closed in an in instance of the sort of danger that you've seen in the city have been staved in. They're off their hinges. Something powerful came through here, and it looks and and when you peer in, you see a few peasants sort of milling around in the inner courtyard. Uh, like looks like they're just looking for stuff. Like you see them picking through the rubble, and then you like you see that the door to the castle itself, the whole front end, has been also caved in, as if something was going to get in, and there was nothing that was going to stop it.
2: Uh, fuck. Well, I'm going to follow after that trail of destruction. Yeah,
3: that's... We should probably also be cautious. Just saying.
0: Daedalus puts his hand on Dylan's shoulder. It's like, yeah, he's right. Are you ready for what you might find when we get in there?
2: As ready as
0: I'll ever be. Well, lad? Hey, what I tell you? Stand up straight, chin up. Yep, yep. If you're gonna walk into hell, go in there smiling. <sighs> Have done, will do, and can do
2: again.
3: If we're going into hell, best to fool with them a bit, don't you think? What, what does that mean, Bob? You know, I'm just thinking. But invisibility might just be in
0: order. I mean, it couldn't hurt.
2: Are we sneaking in? No, no. I'm not sneaking in on Julie. I'm not surprising her. I'm walking right up to her.
0: No more tricks. You're shot. Sandra turns to Bob, and she does ask Bob, "Bob, what what are your goals here today? Because I want you should know that me and Dylan are here to protect and, if need be, subdue Julie.
3: But I will certainly help with
0: that. I'm I'm just gonna talk to her. She she looks at Dylan, and you see her get like, like she she's this surrogate mother figure. But she's, you know, that there's a side of Sandra that's very like no nonsense. And she turns to you, and she's like, Dylan, we have to." Be prepared. She's been given power. Power has a price, and power means control. No. You
2: all have to be prepared to do what's necessary. I have to be her father. I'm not
0: a guard. I'm not a captain. I'm just her dad right now. Sandra turns to Daedalus and goes, Can you tell him what I what I'm getting at? And she's like, You're the you're the one who fights demons. Tell him like what we're dealing with. And Daedalus turns to her and he says no, he gets it. I think for the first time I can honestly say Dylan gets it. Bob, any words of wisdom?
3: Go cut the gemstone, Dylan. It's the only thing left to you.
2: Dylan's gonna put a hand on Bob's shoulder and just nod.
3: As as Dylan does that, I heft up my hammer, and nod back at him.
2: Please don't, please don't hit everyone in my line with a hammer. You've already caught me.
3: It's only when you needed it.
0: Ah, well. <laughs> Are you finally using me in a way of non-violence, Bob? I forgot the hammer talks to him.
3: <laughs> well, uh, we'll see. Mm. Well, uh, it all depends on what he does.
0: What are you going to create if you keep knocking things down?
3: Something that stands in their place. Something grand. I have a few plans drawn out. Oh Hopefully my God. They...
0: You always start with a plan, lad.
3: Hopefully they're not ruined. I hope the siphon drains are working. Oh.
0: <laughs> Bob, who held up his hammer and then his eyes glazed <laughs> over, everybody's just... <laughs> Are you okay, Bob? You guys know if he's good? I think he's okay. I
3: shake my head. That hammer's
0: not cursed, is it? No, everything's fine.
3: Let's do this. I crack my knuckles. Daedalus uses
0: sense. (laughs) Sense. uh... (laughs)
2: Divine sense.
0: Divine sense, yeah. Daedalus uses divine sense. The hammer's good, but something is inside the castle. Guess we need that. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, let's go. (sighs)
2: let's do this well dylan lead
3: the
0: way all right as you move through the castle um you immediately come to this tangled web of like hallways and stuff because this castle is built like an old school one with lots of halls and things in that you know that there's like a direct path to like the throne room uh where exactly would you go dylan because you have only spent a little bit of time here and it's usually as a member of the uh of the nobility, like the few times you, even when you didn't, even when you were pretending to be someone else, you still came in through the front entrance and went to the, to the, uh, the council chamber.
2: Uh, I guess, I, I I'm trying to think where a kid would go and I've, i you know,
0: I'm probably going to go to the throne room. Okay. So you, you simple, you move through this and you see that every time there is a wall or a shut door, it's been shattered. There's a giant, just hole where it used to be as you pass various halls uh in like the ruins you see that there are a lot of peasants who are milling through and just taking shit out of the hallways they're peeling apart the suits of armor they're peeling the gold off of the chairs and like the just artwork just been ripping off and you see people that are running past you and you get to one location on your way in, and you see michael God damn it, we're not here to loot, we're here to get what we need. And what we need is not money and gold, it's respect. You guys are make, uh, stop it. And he, like, you see a few of his people are like just slapping items out of people's hands. It's like, get in line. We need to figure out how to get through this door. And um, down the hallway, you do see one lone palace guard who's like squared up at this, at the throne room door. And he's standing away from, like, there's a, a some distance between him and, uh, and Michael and his people. But he looks like he's just like this guy is. He's at a loss. He doesn't know what he's doing. And uh, roll perception. Uh so that's twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Uh, while while I tell him that uh, Strana give me a perception as well. So Dylan, you see that at the end of the hall. That's Jen Eric, Jennifer's brother.
3: Oh, I oh, oh I rolled a nat one. Uh, okay. <laughs> we're we're starting out awesome with the dice rolls. Uh, that's a so, nat somewhere one. Somewhere in giant.
0: the crowd is a small child dressed in a page's outfit who's looking through, like, a secret passage, who's trying to go, psst, psst, Ed Bop, and you don't see it. <laughs> Dylan, Dylan's <laughs> gonna walk towards Generic. Uh. Generic sees you coming and raises his sword at you, and then he kind of lowers it a little bit. Uh, Dylan Bennett? Hey, guy. How you doing? Are you, are you here? Are you here to, to to kill the
2: regent, the king? Dylan's gonna just walk straight up to him and get close to him. He, he tries to put
0: the sword between you and him to De- declare why what you're here for don't just gonna put a hand up and gently push it away uh, roll a persuasion I guess uh, I don't know really uh, not bad uh, 18 total okay he, 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 he he's shaking and as you don't show any hostile action right You're just calmly yeah lowering his sword and you lower it and he kind of lets you do that but he's like are you here to help yes. Right now I'm here to help you. Okay. Are they going to the, he lo- nods behind you toward Michael and the and the and the, the
2: I'll um, I'll take care of it, Jen. And he's going to reach forward and like pull off the palace guard patch and all that. Go okay. home.
0: Uh, uh, That's an order. Someone they're locked inside, with yeah. someone, someone got in, and they and he, he points at it, and you realize that the bolts and like the metal has been melted. I know, I'll take care of it, Jen.
2: Go I, home. Oh. <sighs> take care of your family. Thanks. Okay.
0: And Jen drops his sword and moves toward Michael. Who they all square up and they stare at him, and he puts his hands up, and I throw I throw his patch, like his palace guard patch, at Michael. He doesn't work here. Not now, anyway. He's like, yeah, we'll find him later if we have to. He's... And the guy goes... He just, like, shakes his head and, like, starts moving around, but they're sort of letting him. He's just a man who's going home to
2: protect his family. That's it. So what are you doing here? I'm... I'm here
0: to take care of my family. Who's your family? So, you... Who's the girl? She came in, like... Like a blessed wind and ended the siege... But well, she, she wasn't on our side. That's my daughter, and I'm gonna take her home. You better hurry. So, and
2: Michael? Yeah, I apologize for earlier. I was in
0: a lot of emotions, and I apologize. Uh, yeah, my my Michael's just like I uh, thanks, I guess. Um,
3: oh, oh, I was gonna say uh, while Dylan's doing that, I'm rubbing my chin and hemming and hawing over these melted bolts as I. I'm casting mint.
2: Yeah, I brought the transmutation wizard. We might be good here. (laughs) Inside's the deuce. You know that he's Oz, right? Sure, but if I can ask for one thing, put him on trial. Show them you're better than him.
0: Mm. Roll persuasion.
2: God, please don't fuck me like you did with Brandon Dice.
0: Please! (laughs) Uh, that's... Oh, that's a 20 total. A dirty 20. A dirty 20. It's a good time for one. So he, he says we are better than them no you're right we all get a little heated you're right thanks he turns to his group is like all right so he's gonna help us get in there we're gonna let him lead out of respect for what he's done today and what his family seems to have done today and then uh and then we'll put him on trial but we bet you better beat your, your your girl because i think and right as he says that you hear a scream from inside yeah she doesn't seem to be taking prisoners
2: yeah well
3: that's not good
2: I'm gonna, uh, at this point, I will. I'll look over at Bob. Can you make a hole?
3: How big a hole do you want?
2: Just enough to get through.
0: Um,
3: I guess prep one hole.
0: All right. Yeah, you you can transmute fucking yeah, mundane material, right? Into like clay. I, yeah, I feel but... like the the door to the throne room is it's gonna have some magic in it. So I will. I'm gonna make you make an arcana roll or uh an engineering roll. I know. Uh... I don't know you if got, you're, you're trained in this, whatever it is, because I feel like either way it's going to be in your wheelhouse. In- intelligence with proficiency. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Make an intelligence yeah. with proficiency. I feel like with between transmutation, engineering... Uh, and Bop being Bop. Bop, yeah, this bop is definitely Bop's bop. wheelhouse, but I do want you to make a roll. Because okay. you, f- you realize that there is some enchantment in this door. It is made stronger than normal. Okay.
3: Let's see, 17 plus... Yeah, we're, we're oh. good. Oh, it, okay. we're, we're at we're at uh, like twenty six something like that. Holy
0: fuck! You, you know, Bob. You know that they always put a lot of work into the face of the door. They put a lot of work into it, into the latches. But people always neglect the frame and the hinges. Every time, every single time, they think that it's enough, and it's never enough.
3: As I look at the door, I sigh at it and I go, "They always use half pin barrel hinges. Why, why do they keep oh. using <laughs> these?"
0: Pirates of the Caribbean.
3: <laughs> uh, always. Uh, here, here, Just a second. We just have to, you know. Let me just melt this pin, that pin, that pin. Uh, y- you ready? Because this is about to come down. Yep. Everybody else ready? Jay, you want to sound off for everybody else?
0: Yeah. Uh, I. Yeah. I. Uh, I'm ready. Bob, do do what you need to do. And Sanders says yes, yes, Bob. Please go go for it. Three.
2: Two, one. one,
0: click. Grim, Roy, you guys make it easy through town. There's not a lot going on. That being said, Grim, you, yes. you've come back in, you've been coming back into your power. There's very little between you and the full fairy lord that you once were. You are a high level character. You are equivalent to a powerful archfey. Um, you, you can't go toe to toe with one of the four you know, but you are a strong being in the land of Fae, and you have felt the full amount of your power come back to you recently, which also means that your perceptions are no longer clouded by this mortal plane. And yes. as you move through, you see not only the city of Griffinport flooded, ruined, parts of it that were burned, now extinguished. You see patches of of starlight in the storm. You see alleyways that, even though... They're underwater. They're not underwater. You see that there are fairies moving beneath the water, as if they're on land. You see hunting parties moving around, and you can sense this hunger. This this land of fae where nothing is stagnant. Everything is always alive, even in the depths of winter or autumn. There is danger everywhere. Yeah. And you know that the worlds are bleeding through in in Griffinport. Like the the merging has begun here. Yeah. Pretty soon, you won't need to be a fairy. And by soon, I mean hours, minutes. You just know that you won't need to be a fairy to see these beings. Let's say, Roy, uh, do me a favor Mm -hmm. and roll perception. That is a big 12. It's enough. It's not hard. Out of the corners of your eyes, you start to see flashes of things that when you turn, they're not there. Things that go bump in the night. Things out of fairy tales. You see flashes of color and light and... You see trees where there should be a street sign. You see men on horseback with dark wooden skin. Uh, but as soon as you turn to look at them, they're not there. And Avil goes, Roy, are you seeing these? I don't. Kinda? What's going on? The further we go into Griffinport, the further into Faye we seem to be slipping.
5: Hmm. You're beginning to see it too, then. The bleed. We are at the. The point of impact and the bleed has
1: become intense here. Grim looks over at you and his skull's all lit up, even though he's not casting any magic.
4: You know, you know you're, you're all lit up over there?
1: He uh, removes one of his gloves and he sees the markings on his skeleton hand. And he goes, hmm,
0: as I said, we get closer.
4: I immediately look down and I'm like, do I look
2: different?
0: Uh, we talked about a long time ago that your eye colors changed, right? Yeah. That they're an icy blue now? Mm mm-hmm. hmm. You put
2: in his contacts.
0: Uh, uh, let me pitch this to you, Ryan. Uh, as you have changed into Fey, what changes do you think might happen? Or do you want to happen? Oh, gosh. Uh, I don't want to take agency over your character's look. I've, I've fully never thought about it. Uh, yeah, I didn't think about it either, but it's a solid question. Fuck. Roy, as you as as you think about it, like you you're kind of looking around. Uh, you also notice that Mullian keeps jerking his head to the left and right, like he keeps thinking he sees something, but it's never there for him at all. He just feels uneasy. Eh, guys, are we being watched or stalked or something? I see you talking. Is there something I need to know?
1: Grim looks over at him and he says, "Please." There will be. Uh, there'll be traces,
5: in the corners of your vision of something you can't quite see. Yeah. And soon, Definitely it'll be something you can see. Fay and the mortal plane are melting.
1: That's the reason for all of this. As grim motions to the storm and the, everything around him.
0: Yeah, the, fa- the fairy stories and stuff, right? But, like, they're like you, right? Fairies are, I mean, problematic, but the good guys, they're going to be... I don't, I don't need to be alarmed. At this stage...
5: I'm uncertain how long before they can affect you and you can affect them. But fairies are closer to nature. So approach them as you may a wild animal. Oh. Not always dangerous, but cautious.
0: No, that, that works. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, yeah I can wear with that. Everybody's a wild animal when you got them cornered. I'm used to that. All right. Good. Let's continue on.
4: Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm gonna say as like like outwardly, the only real noticeable thing that that has happened is that obviously my eye my eye color changed. I'll say that uh, my spells probably have a bit of more of a an icy blue aura about them when I cast them. But also inwardly, I, now that like now that it's been pointed out to me more, I feel like if anything, my at, at least in more natural areas, I feel like my senses are more. Attuned
0: you feel you feel alive, yeah, yeah, okay it's more of a like, more like, of a like, feeling. like I
4: can I, I, I hear I hear like small noticeable things that I probably wouldn't have noticed before things smell slightly different
0: yeah I, I I think I like the idea that like looking at yourself to see if you see a difference it's not something that you might necessarily notice, but I think people looking at you realize that Roy moves just like quick it's not that he's faster, it's just that every movement he makes is that like fairy flitting thing yeah. like like it like it looks like the wrong speed like i was already you know that, like i'm already like
4: weird agile as a rogue but it's like more it looks more animalistic at this point. exactly
0: so you guys move forward and as you look around ryan you see you, you don't really like you look at yourself and you don't really notice big differences like we like we said like it, it's really subtle it's your spells that you haven't cast yet and it's it's the way you move which you're not super aware of in general mm-hmm. um But you do turn, and you look at Evan, and you realize that Evan's fucking got goat legs now. Like, that his, like, sort of very mortal demeanor Mm -hmm. has very much melted away. His horns are more pronounced. He has, like, the full-on little antlers coming from his head. Ah, yes. I guess it's... The glamours are melting away. Not so much necessary anymore. Evan, honestly, I like this look on you more. Thank you. (laughs) I've definitely grown accustomed to it.
5: It was nice to see what you looked like when I found you in the forest for a little while.
0: Yes. It was a nice blast from the past, but it's definitely nice to feel comfortable with who I've become. And it's nice to be back. Indeed. I turn to a veil, and I'm like, am I going
4: to... I'm not going to get, like, goat legs, right?
0: The land of fairy affects everyone differently, Roy. Uh, You could. You could get horns. You could become goat-legged. You could see very little change. You could look very... Uh, fairly elven or halfling or human as I do. Um, as I said, it, it depends on your personality, i say I'm not certain. There's no hard and fast rule.
2: Well, Roy is the goat, so... Boom. Damn.
0: Grim. Said best. Fuck.
1: <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh, Grim turns, because uh, Avil always speaks out loud now. Grim turns as you're moving and looks at you... And as he turns, his, several of his teeth to turned into fangs, and he went, Oh, you could look like this. And he smiles at you. Those are uh, And he.
4: unsettling. Thank you.
1: <laughs> he turns back forward and continues his forward momentum.
4: As we continue forward, Roy begins to picture a weird, like, bill on his face, like a goose. <laughs> it's like, what if that happens?
2: Why are
0: we suddenly in an anime? God. He okay. is the goose. I'm broken. Hold on. All right. Um, so you guys move through the city.
1: <laughs> hey. Hey. If you mess with the can of the goose, you're messing with me, and I think you should let that marinate. Yeah. Let that
0: exactly. You guys move through the city, and like I said, you don't run into a lot. There's just this sense of unease. The sense of the city is more alive than you've felt. Uh, the rain pours down, and then you move through patches where, like, beams of starlight, which it's something that happens in storybooks, right? You don't actually see beams of starlight in the real world, but hey, there they are. Glittering and reflecting off of Grimm's head and shining into the sky, you see everything just feels magical and scary. And soon you come to the poor sector of town and uh, you realize that you're starting to head back up a hill. Or at least, the water and the the tops of the houses get to a point where you have to probably find a way to jump or paddle or swim a little bit to get to one rooftop to another because it's getting pretty bad but then the houses start to peek back up out of the water again it's easier and easier to move across again it takes a while in fact there's actually a section uh right around where you realize this is the church of Moors because poking out of the water are these gothic gargoyles and skulls and memento mori that decorated the church of Moors.
1: That's wild to me, only because I always pictured the Church of Moors as this very, like, tall cathedral. Like a gothic, yeah, thing. That, yeah. that's,
0: that's where you get to. There's a period where the houses get fully underwater, almost, and then you come to the edge where the where that church is that fully goes up out of the water, and it's just, like, the top half of it. Okay. Because even though that is one of the taller buildings in its area, it's also in the deepest section of Griffinport. You come, you come across the Church of Moors, and that helps you ground yourself for where you are in the city, because it's been a little weird. feet feels like he's getting lost without the streets to guide him, And you- but you guys find the Church of Moors, and you know that past the Church of Moors, you're going to hit the Poor Sector, which at this point is definitely going to be underwater, until you find that hill, hopefully, that isn't under.
4: Uh, where's Kilrath?
0: Oh, Mullyan's carrying him. Oh. Definitely. Okay, good. For most of the way, yeah.
4: I was uh, worried about that.
0: Because uh, I, yeah, don't, no, I don't know that
4: he can jump like we can.
0: He's an athletic dog. He's a big dog. You ever seen a dog I, jump I, a fence? They can jump. The, the wind's
2: like blowing on Kelrat, so his tongue's like hanging out.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So he's like Hercules from the Sandlot. Uh, let me tell you, I've seen, I've seen some big dogs move quite gracefully
0: in yes. my day. Yeah. He, he, <laughs> he, most of the time, the dog's hopping, hopping from building to building, but every once in a while, Molian's carrying Kelra.
1: And every once in a while... He's doing the old doggy paddle.
0: And and you know why? Because Mullen's <laughs> the only one who's fucking strong enough in your whole group to do so. This is very true. Mm, it's not me. It was, it it's was definitely, definitely not me. me. I, was, I'm, <laughs> I love
4: Kilrath. I wasn't going to waste a polymorph to carry him roof to roof.
0: No, don't need to. Aw, oh, come on. Kilrath, Kilrath's a dog, bud. They can swim. They float. Anyway, <laughs> exactly. So, is, as you guys move through, you realize that you're passing the Church of Morris.
1: Grim doesn't really stop. As he as he passes it, he goes, mm, Things are bad. And uh, if anything, he presses on faster just because he knows that time is, is running away from
4: him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're walking by and I'm like, Grim, look, we're passing your house now. It's like we're passing everyone's house.
5: <laughs> yeah, I guess you could say that. Though if you could see my house one day, oh, you would be amazed.
4: Uh, yeah, we're uh, definitely going to go to your house one day. Now I would like to go.
0: You know what? Fuck it. I have to be real with this. The map shows that after you get past that, it's underwater. The buildings down in the poor District are not tall enough to be out of the water anymore. There's, You see a few miles of just open water that's slowly heading towards sea. It's not like a rapid river or anything. It's more like a, a, a slowly moving lake. But, yeah, there's no easy way. It's time to swim, guys.
1: Grim, uh... Grim's pretty fay at this stage. Grim is like, oh, man, this will be a weird reference. Grim is not very heavy, so he doesn't break surface tension easily, so he just pops and just touches for the smallest second. Fuck. It's kind of like Brooke from uh, One Piece, but different.
4: I was uh, thinking very much along the same lines. Yep. I don't know what that means. Uh, Yo-ho-ho-ho-ho! Nah, I'm just... Anyways. I was going to say that I'm just... Fucking... I'm popping fucking you reappear and then you're barely touching the water and you're you are immediately teleporting again yep okay you're just constantly teleporting across <laughs> the water but yep. that would be bad for mullion and, and i don't feel good about that how how much will you let me ray of frost across
0: all of it <laughs> for mullion <laughs> and Kilrath. you can't will you let will you bitch. let
4: me fucking ice man across this thing
0: yeah all right so <laughs> like like i said you guys are powerful artifact. um Grim, you step of the wind, this shit, with Evan, and move across. And, Roy, you're about to realize that you might be able to do that, too. Uh, You step down on a patch of water, and the cold from your feet just makes it solid. Like a lily pad. Oh. Alright. Well, rad. (laughs) Avil looks at it and goes, I am so in love with that and alarmed at how powerful fey magic is right now. That is...
4: Awesome. Wait, so when it rains on me, am I like <laughs> consistently getting pelted by hail now? Yes. Rad. Not. not no. The, not the drops as rad. hit.
0: The drops hit you. So it, it's not hail when it hits you, but it bounces off as hail. That's
4: annoying. Uh, I'm gonna put my hood up. But either way, we're
0: gonna <laughs> continue on, I guess.
4: So yeah, I uh, I walk across like normal and just freeze the ground, so Lily and, and uh, Carath can follow. They uh,
0: they they make balance checks, but they they do that uh they move if you move at a slow enough speed it's not too hard for them wild uh
4: awesome cool let's go <laughs> uh
0: all right so you guys come across the the hill the the houses start to poke back up and as that happens you also see that like the storm has stopped here it's a calm cold early autumn night here and uh in the distance you see a dome of energy as what looks like a swir- a teeming flying flock of what appears to be birds, except to give off light. And you see that there's other things that team around the outside edges of it. And roll perception. Oh shit. Uh, 18 plus 2. You see that there are people inside the dome. A couple of dark-robed figures are around the outside edges, maintaining this dome. Uh, it looks like they're holding off a bit of a... an attack and there are a bunch of people inside the dome on this hill. What do you do?
1: Well, I don't see all of that. I only see a portion of that. (laughs) You you saw the first part that I said.
4: uh, I relay what I see to Grim. Hmm. Well, I think that's where we're needed. Yeah, do you think we should just head on in? Should we try and... I mean, I guess there isn't really a good way to sneak around.
5: (laughs) I think sneaking's out the door on this one. Let me
1: try something new. Well old and new. And uh, Grim just tries to like kind of go in there with authority and address the Fae.
0: Okay. So there is the the moment you, you, you kind of head toward this hill this patch of, of no rain. Immediately you feel an energy, Grim Sweeping around one side of the dome is a large hobgoblin or elven creature. It is some sort of Fae creature that is not of the material plane aboard a large horse. It is dressed in a plate mail of dark brown, and it carries a spear, and it charges forward, and you know that this is not the Lord of Autumn, but an aspect of him. And you feel the call of the Wild Hunt at just just the moment you see him. It tugs at your heart. I need you to roll a will save as this group of fairies thunder around the dome. Twelve, A 12? Oh, plus my will. Uh, 13. He says he has a plan, and he starts to move forward with purpose. And then Grim's gait changes in front of everyone, and he starts to just walk across this rooftop toward this group, and he's starting to pick up speed as he walks away from you guys. Roy, you feel like something's off. Uh,
4: Grim, are you okay?
0: Grim? Still? Inside your head, Grim, is a calling. A joyful, rapturous thrill. You want to catch and chase and hunt and feast. It's time to gorge for the winter. You keep moving toward the group. Roy, what do you do? I'm going to teleport in front of him and uh, attempt to shake him. Grim? Hello? Hello? So you jump in front, you try to grab him by his arm as he's moving forward with more and more purpose. He's like, almost getting into a sprint. You grab him by the arm. Grim, go ahead and roll another Wisdom save. Mullion, hey, what's going on? I don't know, hold on. Five. It's the call of the Wild Hunt, Roy. It's... he wants to join. What
4: be my best course of
0: action Grim, something is stopping you from chasing, hunting, joining the hunt. What do you do? The smaller fairy has you by the arm. Uh, I, I push it away. Roll contested strength. <laughs> This'll be a fun one. Yeah, take my negative one, you fool. <laughs>
2: uh,
0: 10. Seven. He's not strong enough. You, uh you break free and you push him away and now you're running toward the group. Mullion is running up with Kelrath. Uh, Roy, what's going on, man? What are we doing? What, what's he doing? Where's he going? He's trying to join
4: the hunt and then I will turn The what? And immediately uh, I will try to whip him with catch this and teleport him back Okay, roll that attack That is uh, 11 plus 11
0: Oh yeah, hits Yeah, you feel a sting around your waist, Grim Roll the wisdom save As you feel the sting and you appear 15 feet back from where you are In front of you again is Roy
1: Fucking 11?
0: Nope, in front of you again is a small fairy Who once again is in the way I just, I, 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 forced my way around him. Evan, what the hell? Evan looks at the group running around the side, and it, you see that he's got this glazed-over look in his eyes, and he hasn't spoken, and the moment you yell at him, he shakes his head, and he looks at Grimm. He's like, he wants to join the hunt. Help me. Yes, will do. Um, Lord Grimm, you're, hello. We have things to do. Ah, uh, sh- shit. Um... Grim starts moving past you. Grim, Mm -hmm. you're only a little ways away from the hunt. You see, uh, as things are going, as you get closer, you see that there is this refugee that is trying to swim, and you see that a section of the dome that they have thrown up is, like, washed away, and you see that this guy's running for the dome. And you see that the hunt has moved past him, but you see that this guy is trying to escape. And you can't help but feel like you could catch him before he gets to safety. If I can't help but feel it... You, I mean, I keep giving you will saves.
4: Make another yeah. one. Uh, I'm going to cast... Okay. Before he does so, I'm going to cast Message and yell Grim in his brain. See if he can get advantage from that. Grim,
0: you made a pact. Roll with advantage. Uh, does a 15 do anything for me? Um, You, you, you shake your head. A little bit. There's a moment of like clarity, and you realize that you don't need to kill that guy. Like you don't need to hunt him. He's not what you're doing. You're not. He's not what you're here for. And uh, you realize that you just got that message in your head. You you hear. You finally hear Roy break through.
1: Uh, I I turn and look at Roy.
0: I'm gonna say you're a little dazed. You're kind of in between.
1: I hear Roy in my head, and I think,
4: hunt. Now that he has slowed down, I'm going to actually walk up to him and slap him in the face <laughs> i'm going to jump up jump? to hit
0: him roll me a jump check <laughs> he is six foot six and one you you're like three foot nothing
4: uh what do you
0: want dex athletics yeah yeah uh, i do uh that is a 15 do you congratulations you slap grim in the face grim roll another wisdom or another will check with advantage god it's wisdom to me i will never say what Oh no, I said it right that time. Fuck.
2: <laughs> yeah, you're right. I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna take that from you, but it was so funny.
0: Thank you, Randall. All right.
2: <laughs> I was like, oh, he he's dumb, but he's got it right.
1: Uh... nineteen.
0: Okay. Second time today you've been slapped, Grim. It shakes you right back to your fucking bones.
1: Seriously? Uh, I turned to look at you like,
0: how did? Da- oh, uh, sorry. Get your shit
4: together.
5: <sighs> It's intoxicating. It is. Uh, it's a feeling that maybe one day you'll understand, but hard to
0: resist.
4: Hey, if that's what it does, I hope not to.
0: <laughs> wild Hunt. You re- vo- your voice is going to lower a register and you're going to grow hair in places you didn't <laughs> expect.
2: <laughs> and then you'll <laughs> want to kill anyone and everyone within a five mile vicinity of you. Yeah.
0: Teenagers. As this happens, the tail of the Wild Hunt circles around the dome and goes out of sight. Are you good? Um.
4: Yes. Focus up.
5: Yes, I'm. I'm. I'm back. I'm focused. And I think it's time
1: that I stop letting myself be controlled. I'm gonna. I'm gonna turn into this wild hunt thing, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to grab it by the reins, grab it by the short and curlies, make it my bitch.
0: Evan says. Uh. So you're going to take control of it by leaning into it. Yes. Sort of. Perfect. Uh, He pulls the sword out, which he has sharpened, and he's like, you probably need this.
1: I think I will. And I grab a hold of it.
0: And the wall comes down, because we didn't fix the door. We took the fucking hinges off the wall. The frame comes out of place under Bop's direction. And inside this large chamber that you know is the throne room and the council chamber, you find the deuce, at the end of the room, cowering, placing a throne between himself and a massive dog. Bony protrusions have begun to poke through its skin, and green spittle flies from its mouth as it snaps, and he barks at <gasps> the deuce. Close by, Brandy can be seen hovering in midair, racked and stretched by tendrils of red energy. Before him stands an unassuming and deceitfully small girl, with her fist clenched and an outstretched arm toward the helpless royal guard. Where are you keeping Akara? I don't know who that is. Liars. You guys know everything. You're in charge. Well, you were. And then she closes her outstretched hand tighter and Brandon begins to scream again. Julie. You see she sort of glances over her shoulder like she she recognizes somebody said her name, but she's like, I'll deal with you next, whoever you are. Julie, it's me. Dad. Hi. Uh nothing changes. She just sort of sort of turns her body a little bit to look at you, but Brandon still stays in the air.
2: Julie, he doesn't know anything.
0: Yes, he does. No. He's the. These. These are the. This is the leader of the city. He knows. He knows what's going on. He knows where Akara is. Truly. Let him down. She glances past you at. Daedalus, and if he doesn't tell me, I'll ask him next. Julie, Julie.
2: Let him down. No one can escape you. Okay? Just let him down for right now, okay?
0: Why? Why should I? I'm in control of my power. And she nods at Sandra. And Sandra closes her eyes and goes, No, you aren't. It's... It's not your power. It's his. What's the difference? She squeezes again, and she's like, it makes things. It fixes things. I can get what I want. This isn't fixing it. This.
2: I'm. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start walking closer to her. Uh, I'll kind of gesture for everybody else to stay back. Uh, you know, a little behind
0: me. Uh, Daedalus looks alarmed. He but he nods. Sandra. Uh, she kind of starts to step forward and uh roll a roll of persuasion. And it's about, like, tone of voice to see if, like, you moving forward doesn't spook her. Uh, 15 total. Okay, so you move forward, you see that she steps forward, and, she sque- and you see that Brandon, like, the tendrils flash, and Brandon cries again. And then Sandra stops after, like, one step. She looks at Brandon, and then she looks at you. Why do you care anyway? This man's been trying to hurt you. They all have been trying to hurt you. I just did what you did. I got help to, f- to get what I wanted.
2: They're trying to hurt me because I hurt them, Julie. I was wrong. I'm sorry I didn't tell you sooner. I'm so... sorry. I was wrong, and I haven't said that enough. Well,
0: you aren't wrong. You just didn't let me do what you were willing to do, and that was just holding me back. And I am gonna do what I need to do. He said that he helped you out, and now he's helping me. And when she says he, it's like capital H. You know who she means.
2: Yeah. Julie, he he didn't help me. He made me worse. He took everything that made me good. And he made me into what he wanted.
0: I'm not worried about being good. You should.
2: Because one day, you're going to wake up doing something that you can't undo. You're going to wake up regretting Something that you can't take back. Roll persuasion. Please keep... Don't don't fuck me dice. It's the dice that Ryan gave me. Oh, 21. 21. Fuck yeah. Go 20 dice. Fuck
0: yeah, the Dylan die. So she... You see, like, the red energy dies down a little bit around Brendan She's like, that's fine. I won't, I won't hurt him. If he tells me what I want because I was only one person that I want to hurt and it's Akara. She hurt me and I'm going to get back at her. And I know that you want to protect her, Dad, but you, and, and, and I forgive you for that, but I won't. I'm going to find her and I'm going to get my revenge.
2: Julie, you don't have to forgive her, but you don't have to become like him, like her, like,
0: like I was. What were you? I was a murderer. And everyone I, we know has killed people. Some of the Flea Street kids have had to hurt people to survive. It's it's dog eat dog out there, Dad. I know that you adopted me at ten, I but you forget that I. killed a good
2: I'm... man. I killed a father. I killed a husband. I killed
0: a good man who did nothing wrong. Brandon, you see Brandon, who who the tendrils have like let up on him, is like he he's eyeballing you and he's listening. And I can't undo that. Because I thought it was the right
2: thing to do because it was another step towards killing whoever took everything from me. But it wasn't right, and I can't undo it, and I hate myself because I can't fix that. There's a child out there that's going to grow up without a father because of me,
0: and he told me it was the right idea. Uh, Sandra... Takes one step forward, puts her hand on her back, and whispers behind you, "You're doing very well. Take a deep breath." She, she's listening. Uh, she's at a loss. She doesn't say anything back. Julie,
2: I don't want you to become like I was. I I don't even want you to become like who I am now. I'm. I I was teaching you like. I get, I, I hate Willen so much, but I was doing everything he did to me. Do your duty, throw money at the problem, have someone else raise them, and it was wrong. I should have been there, and I should have told you I was wrong earlier, but I was but ashamed.
0: Your, your money helped you- I- I got to go learn magic. I- I- it got- you- you didn't mean to give me this, but you gave me the ability to make everything right in my life, and now you're telling me that it- that it's wrong, even though it's something that you did, and I don't understand.
2: I gave you this, and you're right. But I should have given you something better. I should have helped. I should have been better.
0: And I'm so sorry. Um, I, I, I hesitate to do this, but there is another PC here. Bop, how do you f- are handling this situation? Well,
3: I, I thumb into uh, my pouch. In my hand is that probably nobody is noticing, but I'm, I'm twiddling a stone through my fingers at the same time you can see my eyes darting back and forth as if I was going over through some internal list I gaze very intently at the (laughs) at the one uh, uh, that's suspended in air
0: Daedalus you guys are kind of back from everything so it's not like you need to be like too quiet about it but Daedalus leans to you Bob do you have an idea because maybe we should move to save lives uh, if if he's got her distracted we could move to at least protect the people and then he can he can if we can get them to safety they can handle it without the
3: leverage just keep an eye on them what can you do what do i still have in my in my pouch hmm wait i do have one thing all right i'm going to pre- prep a teleport circle okay very carefully oh. gather everyone that we need to get out of here now
0: okay but how are we going to get everyone? They're still... And he nods to this very large dog uh, that's still snapping at the deuce. I think I'm going to have to fight Dylan's dog, which I don't want to do. It's like, come here. I put my hand on him, and I mutter a
3: few words, and he goes a bit smoky. Okay. He's he's a uh,
0: gaseous form. Mother
2: oh, hunter.
0: okay. Uh, oh, what, what do you do? Oh. Ooh, ooh. Okay. Can you communicate in gaseous form or you're gone?
3: No, you can communicate. So, uh, the way this works is any willing creature you touch, along with everything that they're wearing or carrying, they turn into a misty cloud for the duration, which is my concentration up to one hour, or the spell ends if they drop to zero hit points. However, they're, they have a flying speed of 10 feet, that's their only movement, and you can occupy the space of another creature. So... Unless it's magical damage, they don't get damaged, um, and you can okay. seep through cracks and other stuff. Okay, but you uh, can't. He turns talk. into a fucking cloud. Yeah, you can't talk or manipulate though. So basically, I'm okay, I'm, so you, so, I'm, I'm just going get yeah. to the other side, and I'll All drop right. it.
0: He turns into to this mist. I'm gonna say it's like a golden mist, and he goes and he sails up and over the conversation between Dylan and Julie, and he lights down behind the throne. And as I see him do that, I blink, and he's solid again. As he does that, the deuce lets out a little yelp, but Daedalus rolled a fucking 18 on stealth. Claps his hand over the deuce's mouth and what says, What a boy. I'm getting you out of here, you asshole. Yeah, that's right. I cuss now.
2: <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Best character development so far.
0: But you do, you, and then I'm gonna go ahead and do this, because even though he rolled well, it's a dog. Yeah. Um. So... As you do that, Balthazar turns away from the deuce for a little bit while this goes on, and that's how Daedalus gets by, and he sees you, and he snarls, and his like, lips are snarled at Dylan and the group. Uh, but Dylan, your past perception notes this as well. His tail is wagging. That's my boy. But he's but like his face is vicious, but his tail is wagging. Oh yeah. Uh, there's very little of the dog you knew in the eyes. It's like going that's full big. hellhound status, but Yeah. That's a baby right there. Mm-hmm. All dogs are babies. So, Brandon's lowering further and further to the ground as you talk to Julie, but Julie's like, I can't just get over this. And she turns and points to the fact that she has an ear missing. I know. But Akara will face justice.
2: She will. And she'll pay for not only your pain, but the pain of everyone
0: I. she's hurt. It's a, I, It's not about justice. It's about... She just... I, I want to hurt her. I know.
2: I, I... I wanted to find who hurt me. And I wanted to... Did I you wanted find him? The, I did. What'd you do? He's alive. Did you try? I did. But I stopped myself. Because if I were to kill him... And do everything that he did to me... To him... It wouldn't bring back... Everything I lost... It wouldn't fill the hole in my heart. It wouldn't... Then what will? I'm angry. I... I wish there was a simple solution. I wish there was a simple answer to get rid of... To get rid of that feeling, to get rid of that pain. But it's time and love and just being better than the monsters they tried to make you. Julie, there's... There's no simple solution. There's no set of instructions I can give you. There's no blueprint. The pain that you have may never fully fade away. It may get easier to carry. And maybe some days you won't even think about it. But the only thing that I've ever found in life that helps me isn't... It isn't hurting other people. Not even the people that have hurt me. It, it never... It never helped. What helped was the people around me. Sandra, Daedalus, Roy, Bruce, Bob, Sabobos, hell, even Grim and Ovil. They they helped show me that pain pain's a part of your life. It's unavoidable, but it doesn't have to define you. It doesn't have to force you to make choices you don't want. You you get to control what your life is, not anyone else. No god, no devil, no person. You get to choose what you get to be.
0: Roll persuasion. Fuck.
2: All right, real quick. This is the dice. Ryan got me. Ryan, I need it. I need some good juju right now. Sending it out, bud. Oh, come on. Come on. ha! <laughs>
0: Oh god, I was so scared. I cried. Fuck. <laughs>
2: it's about
0: fucking time, you good boy.
2: Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna cry.
0: <laughs> so I've never been happier. So as you say this, Brandon falls from the. Sky. You see that Balthazar (coughs) starts to snap and turns back around the throne. Daedalus runs out with fucking the deuce over his shoulder and is running toward Brandon to try to pick him up as this towering beast of an animal starts snapping at him. And she turns around and says, Balthazar, stop! And it lets out a whine and looks at her like, quizzical dog style. Dad? Yeah. I'm not a little kid. No. Can we talk about what you've been through? I think it might help me. Yeah. Yeah, we can. And you see Daedalus is, like, shuffling the two away to the side. Bop. Mm-hmm. Yes. You look, and she seems to be gathering things together. Uh, what have you been up to? I've reached
3: once again into my pouch. And I've pulled out a cocoon.
0: And? How far
3: away is the dog? Uh,
0: close enough. Okay.
3: I began casting small words. I need the dog to make a DC 17 uh, Wisdom check.
0: Okay. For what? Uh, I don't know. I
3: what does? Failed. It turns into a golden retriever puppy.
2: Gasp. You can just change something's...
3: St- yeah, it's polymorph.
0: Polymorph. Yeah. Oh, okay.
3: One action, 60 feet, co- concentration up to one hour.
0: Okay. You change Balthazar into a puppy. He's always been a puppy. Yeah, a smaller puppy. Okay. I just want to hear it. <laughs> yes. Balthazar is now a cute, floppy-eared golden retriever puppy. He started as a mastiff, became a hellhound, now he's a golden retriever, this is... it. immediately jumps into Julie's arms and starts yapping it, bop. (laughs) Uh, That's a good pupper. Dylan's gonna walk over to Julie.
2: Let's, let's go home.
0: Our new home. (laughs) What, Dad, where the hell is that? Have you seen it outside? I, I remember a cabin. Uh, she looks immediately like she's like nervous as shit, and she starts to be like, I... I kind of made an ass of myself on the way in here. And she, like, puts a hood up on her, this cloak she's got? Yeah, you take
2: after your dad a lot. Ugh, ew. I thought it was supposed to be genetics. That was a word no. I learned. No, it's contact, stupid.
0: Oh, gotcha.
2: Yeah, don't worry, you got your mom.
0: She balances everything. Um, Brandon is standing up and pushes away from Daedalus, and he yells, hold on! Yes. Dad, I could still kill him. No. <laughs> no it's fine tell me how William Dimitri died
2: Lord Azazel said if I killed him I could use his face until you did I didn't know fully what I was doing but yes
0: he looks around he looks like warily at Julie and the deuce starts piping up Brandon arrest him he just admitted to, to crime he's against the crown everything get him now Daedalus jerks the deuce by the back of his collar he's like you can't stop the royal decree watch us but Brandon is still staring at you
2: if you want we can talk later
3: I whisper a little message that goes only to his ears you don't have a standing here anymore
2: (laughs) pop all about that nobility bullshit
0: (laughs) talking to brandon or the deuce the deuce okay pop roll intimidate 19 natural 19 deuce shuts up (laughs) the deuce shuts up because deuce has had a rough day uh brandon does turn he's like i think i need answers now what is all that why why did my friend die where is the king king roland is currently with dain stroke
2: he's alive and healthy Good chums, the two of them. What? The deuce had been poisoning the king for a while to weaken his body so he could take the throne. Uh, If I'm honest, I assumed you were a party to it. Roll persuasion. Please, not
0: again. (laughs) 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 Hey, 22! Jesus.
2: These were the good rolls
0: i needed before. Brandon turns to the deuce. I wasn't. If I see you again, you are under arrest. But I can only carry one person to the dungeons today. And he turns to the deuce. The next time I see you, Dylan, I will arrest you or kill you. That is fair. As you walk away, you hear Brandon saying, Robert the second brother of King Roland, I place you under arrest for high treason.
2: Thank you, Brandon.
0: He doesn't answer you, but he looks over his shoulder and nods.
2: Then I'm going to scoop up my daughter in my arms. I think it's time for us to leave.
0: Uh, sure, Dad. And she kind of just deflates like a kid who's been way too active. Sugar rush is over. Uh, there's a puppy in her arms, you are in or she is in your arms, the puppy is in her arms, and you guys turn to leave. Sandra turns to leave with you, and she also deflates. Vespera, I didn't think this was gonna go that well.
2: Dylan just smiles at uh and goes, What? You didn't have faith? Fuck you. <laughs> Cheeky lad Cheeky. Let's go <laughs> I feel that was a very overdue fuck you <laughs> Bob I think I have done my service To king and country and So as a friend Could you just help save our other guys I think
3: it might be time to do that I
0: <laughs> Sand turns to to Dylan. is like, are you sure that we're just going to walk away?
2: It may not be best for everyone, but it's best for us. They'll understand.
0: Dillus pipes up. They're going to have help. Don't worry. I'm going to catch up with them.
2: Oh, yeah. I figured I'd even need to tell you. I figured you're about to go fuck some people up.
0: Yeah. Uh, Hey, Dylan.
2: Yeah. You
0: made me proud. I think I've had enough pride to last a lifetime. Thank you. Nah, man. It's not (laughs) about pride. It's about making someone else proud. It's a completely different thing. Well, and he doesn't have any fucking stake in it.
2: <laughs> thank you, Daedalus. And, uh, thank you. Thank you. And get the fuck out of here.
0: Go get ice cream or something.
2: Yeah, no, we gotta go. Sandra, Sandra, we're bouncing.
0: Bop, you and Daedalus turn to Brandon, who is placing the deuce in manacles.
3: Oh, it's, it's a good thing I was sending this teleport circle to the dungeon of the dwarf hold. ha <laughs> ha.
0: The, do- the Dorvan dungeons. Excuse me, but I I don't think that that's going to work. Brandon says, uh, he needs to be kept under our... Well, he looks around. I guess my... Uh, Look,
3: you can go with him. There's reasons.
0: The deuce made the deal with the... Do- if the deuce made the deal with the Dwarves, isn't it going to fall apart when they find out he's a treason? He, when they find out he's a traitor?
3: That's a good point. Bring him here. Sure. I picture in my mind, Voluptuous Redhead. I go, What? <laughs> What? Sometimes, it's all a shell game. And I poke the deuce- What? I poke the deuce in the forehead. Have him make a a DC 17 wisdom save.
0: Oh, fuck. No. Got a 15. You turn the deuce into a what? And now we're going to cut to a scene where a flash of light appears in Bop's workshop down by the Thane. And stepping out of the portal- is going to be Brandon, Bob, and a what, Strana? Voluptuous redhead with a wart on her nose. Immediately, guards show up and go, What 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 what's going
3: on? Bob, what, are you, why is this woman shackled? Let's put it this way: out of one king's dungeon into another. Prisoner of war? Yep. Informant, maybe.
0: Alright. Alright. And this man is uh with you? Yes. And he nodded, Brandon. Yes. All right, we'll show you where to take her. And uh, the woman is going, "No, I'm, I'm not a woman. I'm, I'm Robert II. Who's Robert II? I'm the Deuce. I'm the Deuce. I'm the, I'm the rightful ruler of Griffinport! (laughs) Careful with this one. She's crazy. Tricky, tricky one." Hey, tavern goers. Thank you again for joining us for another adventure on Torchlit Tavern. Hopefully, you've been listening to us up to our finale, but if not, you can find a summary of the story so far after episode 101. If you're looking for other ways to listen to us, you can find us on any podcasting service. Don't forget to rate, like, and review, it helps so much. We have no designs on any vast empire, but the more you help, the more we can share our small, silly story with others. If you wish to reach out to us, you can contact us directly at torchlittavern at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter. Jeff can be found at big underscore J underscore the bad man. Randall can be found at Argo Omega. Mitch can be found at Bane Armory. Ryan can be found at Ryan SCB Santos. And I am at Agent Beige. Our theme song was written and originally performed by Mason Santos. Sound effects used are from freesound.org with additional ambience from Sirenscape. Additional music used in this episode was from Incomputech.com, used under the Creative Commons License, Attribution 4.0.
4: All music and sound effects for this episode were brought to you by Epidemic Sound. Check out our referral link to their website in the episode description. Additional sounds used in this episode were
0: from freesound.org. This episode was edited by Ryan Santos and Jameson Oxford. Thanks again for listening, and don't forget...
2: Heroes is boring. And so... With this new polymorph, you can just cut to like Dylan, Sandra, and fucking Julie riding a giant hellhound out of the city.
0: <laughs> oh, because the concentration will wear off. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. I think. Uh, that's
2: Q escape from the city. Finally. God, no, we still don't, don't have that. Think, I no, still God. haven't gotten the rights. I oh, know. Never One mind. One day, I haven't, I haven't learned play. how
0: to play it acoustically. Fuck! Tell me when you learn how
1: to play that shit acoustically. Oh man, <laughs> that seems wild. All
0: right, I think. <laughs> jokes
2: aside i think that's a wrap on dylan <laughs> yeah so uh
1: everybody that's a series wrap on dylan
2: <sighs> you know? God. wow wow it's
1: uh, it's been really great to have you here dylan it's been really great to uh, randall i mean we'll have you we might have you come back for a cameo or something <laughs> but uh yeah
4: man i am uh, uh you ca- upset that you didn't oh, tell her i said just- hi
2: uh, fucking oh, wait, 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 oh, after man. credits, real quick. Wait, wait, after credits, uh, cut, uh, cut, this cut me deep, cut <laughs> me deep. Oh, wait, real, real quick, after credits, real quick. Oh, yeah, Julie, by the way, uh, uh Roy said hi.
0: Oh, well, why didn't you just lead with that? I love Roy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that is a great, that's great that's that's <laughs>